tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I want to be with you all <laughs> That's hey, how I say. Hey, Afterbusters, <laughs> welcome to another vinyl after show. Tonight we're talking season one, episode three, Whispered Secrets. And before we dive into all that, I want to make sure you guys out there are subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. You can also catch all of our weekly after shows, including this one and all the others that we all do and everyone else mm -hmm. does, on YouTube as well, and iTunes and SoundCloud. So go check it out, and while you're there, Leave some comments and leave us a rating. Five stars, por favor. That's mm -hmm. typically what we're going for. Yeah. <laughs> Five yeah. stars. Five stars all the time. The best. All, all day. right, guys. Every day. So, how did we feel about this week's episode? I, Thoughts. I, Initial I, just reactions. I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed okay. this show. I'm sticking with my theory on um, pace. The, okay. the slowness okay. that I think they're just going to stay at that musket speed and they're just going <laughs> to skip the handgun or the shotgun altogether. Okay. And they're just going to, like, one day this is going to make sense. What episode yeah. are you expecting a ramp up in pace? Five? Five. Four, three. I hope. Jeff's yeah. getting bored. I'm yeah. getting a little it's, bored. It's, a little, it's going a little slow for me, yeah. too, to be honest. So, like, I'm, I'm kind of a little disappointed <laughs> in that all factor. Right, in right. that factor, yeah. Yeah. Things I like. The show is still funny. I'm still finding myself laugh, which that's important to me because I feel like if I'm watching a show with no humor, it's not my kind of show. Mm -hmm. And I'm still laughing a lot this episode. Um, but like some of the plots I was into are starting to get to be a real bummer. Like I feel yeah. like Devin and Richie, kind of a bummer subplot. Lester and Richie, kind of a bummer subplot. We'll get into that. Another problem I'm realizing I'm having with this show is a bit about format. And that's that um, there's all these like long game plot arcs, but there's not a lot of short game plot arcs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wish there were more of that because it's kind of like watching a 10 hour movie if we're not getting any resolutions at the <laughs> mm -hmm. end of any of these episodes. I mean, mm -hmm. we got the Nasty Bits resolution today. Yeah, you're right. And the Alice like, Cooper. Yeah. So and, like, yeah and stuff like that, that. That's what this needs. And yeah. It, I just wish, I guess I didn't love the Alice Cooper subplot. Anyway. I actually really like the I, Alice I, Cooper I, subplot. Yeah, I love that. Maybe I love you guys that. can convince me yeah. today. We'll see. I love and, the Alice And Cooper. I realized we just dove right in and that's introduced ourselves. Oh, guys, I'm Lauren Salani. You can find me all over the internet at Lauren Salon and take I'm away. Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. -N. And I'm Layla Sadney. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Layla Sadney. Jeff Graham here. Find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham and the Insta at Jeffrey Crane Graham. All right. So this episode starts off with a bunch of industry bigwigs at a, a banquet. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. they're at a fancy pants party. And one of the funny things from that I personally enjoyed from this is that one of my friend's dads is was Neil is Neil Bogart. I mean he's he he passed away, but um so that was when I'm like, oh my gosh, hey <laughs> texting um you know my good friend about that and he he wrote back and he's like, Yeah, the funny thing about that is my dad never had a mustache and he preferred brunettes over blondes. So the <laughs> <laughs> research anyway. Um, but it was really funny and and so in that scene that really just kind of shows us that 
kind of secrets out mm-hmm. with what's going on with with Richie and not taking that deal and which apparently was news to Devin. Yeah, she found out there. And right? I think, yeah. And that's what I felt that when she had that blow up and they they alluded to this with the dance floor scene that we got last week for the the preview for this week that I feel like part of her blow up was you didn't trust me to tell me mm-hmm. and you made this decision like while high you've been high for like three days mm-hmm. four yeah. days yeah you made a decision to keep moving on and I just like part of the blow up is it's not a communication she doesn't feel like his equal right right and it's one thing to find out after the fact you know when you're in a, a marriage like that yeah right. you're gonna be pissed but yeah. finding out at a public at event at a public like event that, where all eyes are on you she's gonna look stupid yeah. you know and she, right. I think she kind of saved face she yeah. Yeah. she acted like she knew it, or but, just didn't mm. talk about it but it was still like but yeah for from her perspective you're like oh this poor girl yeah, yeah. she's <gasps> going through it this episode. <laughs> I did love Ken Marino though. I'm a big fan of yeah. anyone from yeah. the state and like I've always like I love White Hot American Summer and everything that whole crew does and I thought he was well cast. I liked yeah. him. Je- Let's shoot. What's his name? Jer- oh. Jerkins? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh I forget oh. what his Jerry name Jerkins? was. Is that right? Well either way I, I think he's recurring I read somewhere so mm-hmm. uh, big fan of Ken Marino. I'm excited to see more of him. I really like the opening shots. Of, it kind of goes, you know, before the episode starts, but the opening shots on how the, when the credits are running, just yeah. the, the shots with like the concert and the mm-hmm. people going and the drugs. I, I really like. I like the whole. title sequence a lot yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. grungy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Um, so, and then we've got us going back to Richie's meeting with Lester. You know, he's mm-hmm. talking to what's his name in the bathroom. Maury? Uh, Joe Corso. Mm-hmm. Joe Corso. Mm-hmm. In the bathroom. He's like, oh, I just met with Lester Grimes. Like, yeah. you know, remember him? He's like, I only care about people who actually have, like, had hits. Such a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. Such a dick. I mean, but it is true to the business. Yeah, you know? from the business yeah. side, yeah. for sure. Um, and they, that scene was just so. I mean, the scene it was with what we were waiting for to Richie see, like, what talk. that yeah. meeting would mm-hmm. look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with mm-hmm. Lester and Richie, you know, and he. He's a super of the building. Like he's not doing anything in so music. Sad. It's kind of like it's like sad life. And he can't or can't yeah. sing anymore. He's grounded. Yeah. <laughs> and when we see later, you know, him feeling oh. kind of inspired, and he pulls out his guitar, and we're all I I know we're all wondering we are like, like what what does he sound like What that, does he sound like that, And that broke my heart. Gone. Yeah, oh, me too. Be, yeah. Well, and then that flash, that like glimmer, the dream that, sequence, the dream yeah. sequence yeah. that we saw is what's in his heart. Like right. He was playing what's in his heart. It's just his throat literally can't do it. Yeah, yeah. and you see him like there with a, this imaginary family yeah, and, and all like these records, records on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, that scene was so sad. It was sad. And then it cuts to like what his reality really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It's just... And from a selfish perspective too, it bums me out because I love his voice. Just like from mm-hmm. a purely, as someone who likes music, yeah. mm-hmm. that actor has just a wonderful voice. And so I hope... <laughs> If he can't sing on the show, I hope we get more fantasy more sequences, yeah. just so we can hear right. him sing. Well, they, yeah. well, they were saying he yeah. had all those like recordings that they never did anything with, so hopefully, oh. hopefully, like, I mean, yeah, finally, and once again, spoiler yeah. city, it, spoiler, like the preview for next week looks like he burns one. Right. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. in Richie's office though, it's yeah. a label, so yeah, uh, yeah, he made it there. Yeah, but yeah. I, but he talked a lot about how what you're gonna you're gonna release stuff that I can't tour that I, with right. that I can't redo I can't put out a second album like you just want to put out sessions I did before my throat before mm-hmm. my throat happened like why would I even want that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it would be a pity tour it's understandable right yeah I um have a lot of hope for this plot but as of right now I'm like 
I, I think we're setting the stage for something that's going to be great with yeah. Lester yeah. and Richie. I think well, they show the scene with Lester like um, in with the guy on the turntable. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe he's like, like we said funk. before, like he's kind of getting into like the funk early hip hop thing, and he's going to bring that to yeah, Richie. I hopefully, think, I think that's where it's going for sure. Because yeah. you see the wheels turning in his head oh, when yeah. he's listening to that, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you think like, you know, he's what does he say like." Do you think I'm onto something or whatever? Well, and he's like, I don't know that you're making anything, but you're trying yeah. to. Like, mm-hmm. we're something is cooking. And in it, it kind of like puts that idea in our head. Like, so if you, I don't know if you guys, if you guys noticed, but like at the end of that scene, the the end shot was of the turntables and the record, and it cuts to like the recording studio yep. of mm-hmm. the record mm-hmm. with like awful music, and it's yep. like you can save the music, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so hopefully that's or that you can you can help with this person and bring in. What became an early '80s yeah, hip hop? Totally, like mm-hmm. early '80s, late night, like that. Like he's on the cusp of it, right? Mm-hmm. With this guy and this DJ, and like, there's something there that we're getting to see. But once again, in in this show's fashion, it's it's getting there. It's getting. It's there. getting there. <laughs> like one day, <laughs> it's almost there. <laughs> I and once again, like if this were from different showrunners, right? If this were different, like if this wasn't the dream team plus Mick Jagger, mm-hmm. I think I'd be a little checked out by now. But I have a lot mm-hmm. of faith. Oh yeah, I have a lot of faith in this team and what they're delivering. That one, the one week, hopefully week five, everything will just fall into place, and we're like, yeah. what? Exactly. What? Vinyl. Well, I I do think that those little dream sequences that we're we are getting are starting to make more sense. Mm-hmm. You know, before mm-hmm. like the interstitial scenes, I feel like those before were just kind of thrown in there random to be like, look, a show about music, music. You know, <laughs> yeah. and now they make sense. Like we've got that flashback with Lester, and you know the the guy who's on the the fire escape, right? Like they, yeah. they flow a bit more, and they've progressively folded into the, the storyline. Yeah, more they make a little bit more easily. sense. And there's more like narrative relevance. I think the blues song he chose to sing, the words were, I can't quit you, baby, but yeah. I had to put you down for a while, mm-hmm. which is very poetic if you think about like that as a metaphor for his musicianship. Mm-hmm. So right. I love, I think it's important if you're including music to make it have some kind of narrative significance. Yeah. And it seems like the show is tending towards right. more. Well, more and especially a show about music where you know people are going to be picking it apart oh, and yeah. like right. yeah. fine-tuning into yeah. what music and choices especially, are like, being made. They're promoting all the music that's on right. the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a huge part. But I think of this week they actually got. They felt less tied into like, oh, we have to play the hits. Yeah, if you will. Like, I think we're to the deep cuts of vinyl right now, which I'm great. Just yeah. but like, hopefully, starting now, like it's yeah. not about because the first like two weeks they it really wasn't... had to get their stuff in. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas this week it's just like, no, but let's. We're literally just gonna dig up whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Right and play it whatever services the story yeah that's what's nice it's kind of like the admitted casual rock fan compared to you three I um, I won't be as easily wooed by the big hits you know mm-hmm. so I love when the songs seem to have like a significance mm-hmm. and meaning that contributes to the plot mm-hmm. so, yeah. well and yeah. I think they should yeah, yeah. I think they shouldn't they just should. throw music in there for no random. reason yeah. for sure <laughs> um, yeah. so Tommy Cahill in the chat says that he thinks that all of Richie's personal relationships are going to fall apart, just like mm-hmm. several things that we've seen Terrence Winter do in, you know, Sopranos, Boardwalk Empire. You right. know, by the end, all these things have yeah. crumbled, like following in the you aftermath. You can see that. You, the, I mean, you see character. The, the whole you know, Ray Romano's character with him in the boardroom with all the A and R execs and how he's just kind of like, look, I'm the one keeping the lights on here. Like he just kind of lost his total like relationship with him after mm-hmm. that whole punch mm-hmm. in the nose, of course. But yeah, I agree. Well, the literal and figurative punch in the nose. Yeah, yeah. By seriously. Declining, by, by declining the deal, the the record company got properly evaluated. 
Mm-hmm. That the only one ever gonna make money on a sale is Richie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're and everyone's pissed at him. Oh, yes, they should be. be. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like, <laughs> we didn't want to back out. You're the only one you that yeah. did, and, and you made that decision yeah. for everybody. And it's not like they were a financially solvent record company, no. No. Se- like selling to a like it was. Like, they were like no, sneaking we, it in. Like, like literally, oh, we're oh, we made it. <laughs> and we're then, literally overvalued by like three hundred percent. We're right. getting this deal, yeah. and then you throw this deal out. Exactly. It's like Shark Tank. It's not a deal you're going to get again. <laughs> Take the deal. It's, it's wonderful. You're dead it. to this me, Richie Finestro. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I like. I can the do scene. it on my own. I like the scenes with the na- uh, nasty bits a lot. This yeah. episode, I, I enjoyed that. Definitely. I kind of wish that had happened last week. Do we dive into that? Are we talking? Well, yeah. Let's yeah. let's go there. I definitely agree, Layla. I think as someone who felt like this episode was dragging a bit, mm-hmm. um, once the nasty bits turned it on, I was like, this is the show I want to see. I was like, mm-hmm. this is so alive and like so energetic and not quite as gloomy as the rest of the episode. And like mm-hmm. Terrence Winter and Martin Scorsese do dark stuff, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to feel gloomy, if right. that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That it could be ha- what Terrence Winter usually does with this gloomy is he picks one part of a person's life that's deteriorating mm-hmm. and watches that go well. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you zoom out and you realize, like, no, Tony Soprano is still, like, a broken person. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, yeah. but he's got a boat. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's sure. got a boat and a, got and a, a huge house. house. <laughs> really great. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it, too. Well, and because we've all liked Jamie from the yes. beginning. You know, mm-hmm. God, I such love a her. little yeah. spitfire. <laughs> and she, in all of this, you know, from, from, Finding a basement space with them. So yeah. What do whoa, we, whoa, okay. What? 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 That happened? was his aunt. That had to be. That was, was that his, her aunt or her mom? I felt like it was her, not her, her. I don't know. It was I don't her. think it's her aunt because we saw the aunt right. right. Yeah, we the saw house. her. So Could it, was, it be her mom? It has I to be the mom. I thought it was her mom. I, when they exchanged that was look, such a connection. Yeah, there. yeah that wasn't there some was random a, person. And there was a it, "you're dead to me" look. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I am the owner, but this this was a mistake." You know, it's just some. She had a Russian accent though. In there. So did the. But so did the um. What's the the, the, the aunt, aunt oh. that I think she's she would be oh, oh this, maybe Jamie would probably be like a first generation yeah. American American who who ran away from home and she even said you you guys were supposed to be somewhere else so she knows her mom's schedule yeah, yeah. and then her mom can't, just kind of yeah. dropped in and that was a cut when she was you know such a blow to her when she called the police and yep. she's like and a blonde prostitute yeah, they have like, guns come on. Yeah. They have guitars. Oh, so we all think, because I thought it was the mom too, do we all think I, that? I, th- I think we all I think, think that's the mom. I think so. There's some, you know, relationship there for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And because I'm, I'm blinking on her name, the the mother who plays that actress, she, you oh. know, she's a well-known act- mm-hmm. actress, so she, it wouldn't just be a random, like some Cameo. store owner, you know? Right. There's a significance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I forget her name too. I don't know. I know she was Sydney Bristow's mom in Alias. Oh, so good. <laughs> You're right. I didn't I even put that together. Really, I should look it up right now. But anyway, yeah. Um, no, I love the nasty bits thing, and and with Jamie, and then even having the show, you know, them yeah. doing the show mm-hmm. and playing the Kink song, and it's uh, just so like eh. watered down. Eh, eh, and mm-hmm. she's like, "What the heck is this? You know, this isn't even close to what I I heard. What are, What are you guys doing? Right. And and how she takes full credit for that." Which, she takes the blame for it. Because yeah. she, well, I'm sorry, the blame. She takes the blame. I think knowing she can turn it around. So that's because she knows she has to report to Jules. Is his name right? Jules. Julie. Julie. Yeah. She knows she has to report to Julie, and yeah. before she reports to Richie, so that if she throws Julie under the bus, yeah, yeah. That, I was trying to figure out that political dynamic because I 
kind of got bummed out when she took the fall because I was like, this isn't the Jamie I wanted to see, but she's playing the she's game. She's playing it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's okay. covering her butt, and then she hustled up there and she's like, uh-huh. play the song, and yeah. Yeah. throws yeah. the bottle at them. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, she got not only did she kind of save Julie, she gets them to play what they what they should play, and gets Richie to come back in here, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. so she she worked it. Yeah, yeah. she made it work, and, and then getting them signed. Yeah, you know. Or I mean that conversation going. We'll see how it all. Right. He says happens. Happens. Yeah. 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 Definitely, they're definitely getting signed, and then they're definitely going to play what was on the demo and what they were doing at, right. which is a new sound. Which I think, I think hopefully we're probably going to get more of moving forward with Richie. Not like the people directly under Richie just don't understand what he wants. Right. Mm-hmm. No. Where he keeps saying like that time, like I want music. What's yeah. Well, he's like high stuff, the different. entire time. That yeah. too. <laughs> that too, but he's... And I think <laughs> a lot of people were there. And what I think yeah. is... <laughs> he's like out of control. <laughs> what I think is interesting about Richie's character is that he's been high up until the end of episode one. And he's been making great decisions musically. Mm. Yeah. Like he's had that, that ear. Recklessness. That recklessness. Yeah, like, yeah, that rock and roll. He's had a reckless <laughs> ear. But he's been high the whole time, so it's just this so, idea of like, we should hate him and we shouldn't trust him and... In a normal business setting, mm-hmm. he shouldn't have the position he has doing what he's doing. But mm-hmm. in '70s rock and roll, I think the drugs that, make ma- made him find the great music when he yeah, was right. sober. He got a little like boring. Well, yeah, he got. I mean, he got boring. He they got really successful, so they got comfortable. They're spending mm-hmm. all this money, having all this money come in. They're like, well, we're fine. We don't need to like mm-hmm. reinvent got, the wheel or be as hungry mm-hmm. as we were when we were yeah. starting all this. And now That's, they do. You do, yeah. I've got two questions related to this. One, do we think that the nasty bits will get signed to this like new internal label, Atomic Boom or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And two, this is a longer game question. It's, we could maybe save this for predictions, but I kind of want to ask it now. Do we think Richie's being positioned to like succeed or to crumble and fail? I th- oh. like. Do you mean succeed like in his business or like like in or- episode ten? Well, maybe I'm getting too far ahead, but like it's just interesting because Richie's getting more and more coked out. But more and more successful, mm-hmm. and you just—you never know with Martin Scorsese and Terrence Winter how this anti-hero is. It'll probably break our hearts. I know yeah. is what's going to happen. I'm like, tra- I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think it's going to be great. He's turning his life around, and then like, no, no, he's going I know out of coke bender. Like, well, no, but <laughs> TV shows like. But if we if we talk, way. if you talk part to whole, like he still reports to a lot of masters. Yeah, that I think, like the cops. Like, who are you thinking of? No, no, like the those dudes. Those oh, dudes, Maury, yeah, Mar- Mari Gold, the Mari Golds of the world, who clearly yeah, have the money, yeah. Yeah. mafia. Like his whole operation is so small potatoes to them mm-hmm. that it's not even like, oh, you're you're just you turned down a deal and now you're now you're doing Garage Bands, whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> and actually, onto your first question, I was wondering about that with Lester Grimes being mm. on the new label, or if they're just mm. going to kind of put the random stuff I, into oh, that. Is well, he starting a new label or is he changing the name? Like, no, no, he's, he's starting a, like, a sub label okay. because I, because I think what he I think what he realized in that A&R scene is that there's stuff he has to do to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm, like true. make Christmas albums. And yeah. Make Christmas albums and like really wrench out like Grand Funk Railroad and a bunch of people to like get to get money out of them. But t- to have his passion which is what's so interesting is the dude's coked out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And he's still just like, you know what? In order for people to take all this seriously, I need to come up with a brand new label. Mm-hmm. Specifically for bands like the Kinky Bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
the nasty bits. Nasty bits. No, no, this no, is kinks, the kinky bits. We are way too far into this for me to. <laughs> I I know every time I go to write, I'm like, it's not kinky, but that's all I want to write in my notes. Because it's the kind of the kinks. Yeah, yeah. Then, it is. Like, yeah. Kinks. Yeah. Yep. And then the new label, um, Jamie, is probably gonna. Yeah, oh, I would love that. Yeah, she's gonna be the A and R girl. For some reasons, I don't know if it's her actress or her character, but I freaking love Jamie. I love her. Oh, I, lo- I, I love her. I've loved she, that actress for a while. I feel like she's just lighting up the show. Like, yeah. I really I hope she becomes more of a focus. I think it's a combination of both. I mean, yeah. her character's awesome, so mm-hmm. written so well, and she does a phenomenal job. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, I do buy that that she would. Because she's the only A and R person that fits what Richie's vision totally. is, right? Mm-hmm. And she and they're setting us up to have some like good win for her. You know, mm-hmm. she, Julie is like crapping on her with like, "Oh, you're you're here to get sandwiches," hint hint, or right. you know, yeah. whatever he said when they're they're having mm-hmm. the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're setting us up to have that kind of victory. But really, I mean, she does have the ear for it. She like that's mm-hmm. what is what yeah. she is looking for. You know, so yeah, and the, the drive. For mm-hmm. sure, she's she's scrappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what did we? I know we talked a little bit about the Alice Cooper <sighs> situation. I um, loved it. I did yeah. too. I thought they casted it. That's what I was going to say. It was cast so well, yeah. so well. Like finally, like I think they did such a great job with like a uh, actual rock star casting that was mm-hmm. like spot on. Well, this was the first time we had to have a long, yeah, like with um. The, the Led Zeppelin Robert Plant oh yeah Robert yeah. Plant, yeah, Robert, yeah, Plant. Yeah, yeah. Like, Robert Plant we didn't get enough of him to right, like that he only had to nail it briefly whereas Alice Cooper like you have to nail that mm-hmm. yeah. you have to like totally like I wouldn't be surprised if they screen tested him as Alice Cooper and if it didn't work well, you, they would have just done something else mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah because that you have to nail that you can't not nail that yeah, totally. And even with the golf scene, like he really funny. does love golf. Like he does. it's it's like it was just so mm-hmm. spot on. <laughs> those those things were so funny because it is like yeah, you know, oh, you know, like I'm a real guy too. Like Alice Cooper's like our band and like the persona mm-hmm. and stuff, but then they are such ridiculous rock stars. Yeah. yeah. Right. Same, like well, snakes on the golf course, like bottle of whiskey this, all the time. Yeah, the party yeah. they're at, like all oh. these naked girls, girls <laughs> naked everywhere, the like, guillotining. Oh, and the whole time he Clark was the anarch guy. Yeah. He was just playing him like the I know. whole time. I mean, he's such a goober. <laughs> I know. Like, the, like he's like, get your hand off me, girl. He's like, oh, a drink. He's yeah, like, I'm working. You yeah, know? he's a fun but, character. I yeah. like him. <laughs> he's a little like his flaws are more apparent. Like I feel like it's not like the hidden flaw, but it's just like the goo. It's more like yeah. the side funny character. Yeah, but his his drive is that like I know. Yeah, his drive is there. The fact that he didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I they I think they might have been the Doobie Brothers, but the a Doobie Brothers like yeah. act, mm-hmm. like that he was he had was, zero interest. Oh God, in he being, wanted to kill himself. He had <laughs> zero interest in being a part so of that, right? Which fits into what Richie is actually looking for. Yeah. He's looking for that hunger True. to someone, to, for someone to actually a have a good ear for ear for what works. Mm-hmm. B understand the business, mm-hmm. but C had that drive to bother Alice Cooper yeah, in the hallway. He's, he's yeah. hustling, like yeah. You, know, you you pass by and he's like, okay, I'm not gonna like. Cannot I'm talk not, to he him. He might like slap me in the face or something. Whatever. But I'm gonna say hi. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna, I can say hi. Go for it. Yeah. Fun fact about that actor: Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son. Yep, oh. Jack Quaid. Yeah. Oh. Can you see it now? Yeah. Like, the eyes yep. are very. Oh, totally. Meg Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Jeffrey Graham. I guess Instagram. I'm our quasi-news and gossip guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome. that was yeah. that was nice. Well, he did a great job. He yeah. was spot on Alice Cooper. For sure. So let's talk a little bit about Devin's situation. Mm. So I felt like I have now reached my... I've had enough of Devin staring sadly into the distance. Agreed. 
Yeah. <laughs> she's yes. like, yeah, like she, she is. I, she is, I don't. We've had. We get the, it. She's not stuck. without reason. We've had know? the maximum amount. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, very well justified. But I'm like, okay, we got to mix this up, girl, because there's way too much staring into the distance because you're so unhappy with your life and then having which a flashback or I think something. We're going to get because if you saw the preview, yeah. she's getting a mm-hmm. little. She's getting mm-hmm. pissed. Like right. she's finally and, and, just and even but even this episode where she like oh, get she out of my bedroom yeah like yeah. stood up to him get out of my bedroom yeah and it's I mean and like I said completely justified because this is something that Richie said she could have you know she's been talking to him since they had one little baby about having a project or doing she something. wants to work she wants to do know? something with her life other than she be wanted a mom. to work with him yeah. and he he's like oh you don't even get me coffee at home and all right. this stuff mm-hmm. and so she's been just itching to have some sort of project and something that's hers getting out of the house a bit and finally she has this that based on that flashback was like a suggestion of his almost mm-hmm. starting mm-hmm. that yeah. dance company, company there yeah. and and then he you know pulls it out of under under her by Not going back money. on what what they agreed right you know? right and and just like how humiliating that situation was for her to take this gorgeous portrait by Andy Warhol which you know is worth so much money yeah. back yeah. then and, well, and it was now. priceless to her yeah, yeah. Right? and which it, was it signified the, a time in her life you know and like something she never really wants to sell never right. wanted to sell and she's because that's where Richie put her in over her head financially mm-hmm. because she's with because the people she was talking to just had no idea a that it was her in the picture, but also yeah. b that she they're like oh well she's we, not we want to sell two go have them mm-hmm. go back yeah go we back need to, to come Andy. Up, like we they're need like, to come out with oh. another ten twenty thousand like that's yeah. because their career is fundraising and they have just millions sitting. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another uh, scene that I really loved was the Andy Warhol scene yeah. with yes. her, mm-hmm. and he did actually film people like that yeah. and ask them like these crazy questions and kind of just like focus on their such emotions. Such a little weirdo. Yeah, he's he so was. cool. So I such, so well, yeah, I love too. Him. John Cameron Mitchell yeah. was a good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I get such Dana Carvey vibes from him. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. I love it. The whole yeah. time. So I like. I have a hard. It brings me out of it because I <clears throat> I very much see Dana Carvey. I still when take I'm him seriously him. though. I, I do, still, yeah. but I get a lot of Dana Carvey from it. That's fair. I've liked John Cameron Mitchell for a while, that actor, so I yeah. feel like I... I mean, I can see where you're coming from. They have a similar look a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. So it's sometimes little... I'm like, are you are you really Dana Carvey playing Andy Warhol? It's like are two you? Wayne's worlds for you. The combination of Dana Carvey and Rock. That would take me out of it. No, oh but gosh. I think he does a really great job of I, it. Yeah, you know, and, and those scenes are so interesting. And... And you can tell that Andy, like, they had a special relationship, you know, and he does care about her. And it is, it's just... It's kind of humiliating, though. Like, yeah. he's like, you know, he says, do you want me to sign your dress? Like, you know, Yeah, which on. he's like, he he was very, like, pretty socially awkward, so that right. could have been a completely genuine no, totally thing, right. but also mm-hmm. is so, like, Degrading. I'll yeah. sign this napkin for you, too. Right. Like, I'll sign, yeah, like, the like, gum on your shoe. Because he's, he's, I think he's kind of everything she wanted to be. When oh, he yeah. took that, when he made that photo of just somebody who's just like money is fleeting, mm-hmm, whatever. Right. Which is funny coming from Andy Warhol, who had so much, like is had so much of it. It's that weird game in life that if you don't care about it, you'll probably get it. Yeah, just, I felt so bad just for her to have to sell that picture too, because I mean that represented like ev- like her whole past that she's like regretting, like she's not mm-hmm. there anymore, and mm-hmm. that just that symbolic just, of her happiness. Yeah, her former happiness. Totally. Yeah. Um, I will say Olivia Wilde knocked it out of the park with that scene. Yeah. It was so like 
uh, like understated, but like really I could tell what she was feeling. I think she like really acts with her eyes a lot, which yeah. is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I wish her character. It's funny the actress has so much range that I really want her character to have more range because we've seen sad mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde. I really want to see angry Olivia she's, Wilde. Yeah, and we're she's getting, great. We're gonna get there. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah. I think we'll start seeing another side to her. But yeah, yeah. definitely done with the staring into, <laughs> into the ether and, and songs being and, upset yeah. about things. Time to get mad. Yeah. (laughs) Get angry and yell at him. Yeah. All right. So, big shocker, but not really shocker. We find the body. Yes. Some some kids find it. Some kids. Did you guys notice how it just, like, the head, like, flopped when they opened it up? I was like, Very gruesome. And and let's be fair. If they were paying Andrew Dice Clay by the episode, he got another episode. <laughs> I know. This is his reappearance. I don't know if you're giving him a day rate or what. I just want to see the twin brother. <laughs> I, know. I don't know if there'll yeah, be a twin. Like, I, I'm being sarcastic, but I, I really so would like funny. to. There's all these builds for like three more episodes, though. The, well, there has flashbacks? to be. Next week, there'll be a flashback because it looks like next week we're getting his funeral. Yeah. So there will likely be a flashback because we don't know. We don't know how Richie knows him and how. To a certain extent. No, we actually got some of that, but still. And, like, regarding the flashbacks, this is another small problem I still have. I still don't feel like they're giving us a ton. And I feel like they almost feel constrained to the flashback format, because we haven't seen an episode without them yet. Mm -hmm. And I really want them to be, like, revelatory. Like, really show us something. Because I feel like all the flashbacks have been, like, Devin and Richie used to be happy. Mm-hmm. And like we know that, mm-hmm. um, and how he used to be successful, and the label used to be something much more. We already than know it that is. stuff. Right. Like I really right. want our minds to be blown by these. Fl- I said that last week, but no, I either want you. them to dish the flashbacks or really make them mean something. Mm. See, I want I want them to either really make them mean something revelation wise, mm-hmm. or be like season one of Arrow, mm-hmm. where they're just counterpoints. We yeah. need more info in the flashbacks. Yeah. A right. Lot more. Right. And I, I feel like they don't have enough info backwards. Right. Yeah. Unless, but well, like Ray Romano's character, if he had a flashback, or like, I think I they would have it if other characters got flashbacks. I'd love yeah. that. Without yeah. Richie at all. Because yeah. even this episode, you know, the flashback with Lester, it was, it's literally, you know, he tells, what's his name? It wasn't, um, he tells Maury Gold in the bathroom, mm. oh, I met with Lester, remember him? And it's like, <laughs> literally the flashback is from like the day before. Right. What's yeah. the point of like, you know, because like you said, we're following that flashback format. Is that necessary? Or could we have just seen that more chronologically? You right. know? I- I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, but like little things I mean, like that where it does feel that was like something new. I'm like, though. wait, how like, far back did we go? We still it's... got that cut on his face. I'm like, that was like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was just a and few maybe, hours maybe earlier. It's, and maybe it's very clear with Richie's flashbacks because he has a mustache or he doesn't. That's true. Right, right. Like visually, we can always stay on on task. <laughs> yeah. Like when is this? <laughs> yeah. All right. So mustache. 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 <laughs> All right. We yeah, have I'm on board. Rough Richie, Richie look. Porn stash Richie. Pre- yeah, pre-stash or post-stash? Yeah, like. where we at? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. P.S. or P.S. Oh, gosh. Um, so I don't, I mean, as far as, and so with the whole discovery of the body, we've got Joe Corso, who is has mob ties, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. and he has been trying to get a hold of Richie and all this stuff, and he's the one who has this new artist slash lady friend that mm-hmm. he's he's bringing through and he I mean they've kind of got Richie's back I guess uh, with regard to hopefully. the body I mean that's, uh, that's kind of hopey well he talked about it last week and it, it was this oh it's all good he's just some two bit like he's just some two bit radio mm-hmm. guy nobody's gonna find the body and now somebody found the body right 
I think he's a bigger deal in radio. Like, I think he's a bigger deal than they're making it out to be. Buck it is. Looks, yeah, Buck. it looks like Buck is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I yeah. think he is. Well, he had a nice place, didn't he? Like, yeah, he had a really nice house, and, and he had that. He, had, he, he was, was supposed to be at that. Be at that. Mm-hmm. Banquet with them. If you work in entertainment and your place is that big, you have a you're well known. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I feel like entertainment, you're either making nothing or you're making a lot, yeah. Yeah. or you have a day job. Well, you, have a or exactly. day job yeah. you just have a exactly. <laughs> I, I'm a venture capitalist. Yeah. I just act yeah. at night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've described my future. Well, yeah, he probably made a ton of money because back then, like the radio DJs had such power like, mm-hmm. they got paid to play you know so yeah. so I have a question for you Steve yes you were saying early on that you think the murder is still just the MacGuffin that's yep. gonna drive do you mm-hmm. still think that yes okay but I think in good in true MacGuffin fashion and we, we kind of know that now that the like in the past two weeks the police going after Richie didn't care about Buck at all right but now even, Buck has been discovered now Buck has been discovered and I think I don't. Th- I think Buck is small potatoes. Small potatoes to what Richie knows and what Richie can help. Yeah. But I think ultimately, um, the other guy's gonna go down for Buck. Yeah. And it's just gonna. And it's all gonna be small potatoes, and it's mm-hmm. it's MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, but it's but it's, yeah, it's gonna, gonna string us along and have that pressure and, and that. And it's also the reason stress. Richie. It's also the reason Richie fell off the wagon is and is yeah. It is on a bender and is cha- making a sub label and turning down deals. Like, it's a inciting incident, but it's ultimately right. MacGuffin. Yeah, because this show is not about Richie going down for murder. Yeah, right? yeah. You know? exactly. That would be a different show. Yeah. Oh, law and Order. Entirely, law and yeah. Order R&R. Yeah. Yeah. R&R. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so interesting how, like, flippant he is, uh, Corso is, about the mm-hmm. whole thing. He's like, oh, no, it's fine. Corso, we got it. And Corso strikes like, me as a guy who's killed and yeah, buried several, many a body. What do you think? And he's like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, the tape, duh. Yeah. So, like, oh, okay, it's we're back, back on It's that. winter in Scorsese. Yeah. It's like, got to be one of those casual monsters. <laughs> yeah, Just like, hey, FYI, they found the body. Um, <laughs> by the way, that girl I brought in. Yeah, yeah. Do you she's like her? Like you like it? How's her music? And he was actually going to listen to it, too, like when he, yeah, he, yeah, when he called. He was yeah, about he to press play yeah. anyway. And then the phone rings. And we were all talking before we went live about how, yeah, she's not good. Yeah, and, it's a rough demo. Um, and, yeah, a rough <laughs> demo, but he's going to have to sign her, you know, to keep his... Was that the only one who thought? Be, uh, like, from a rough demo standpoint, I thought, I thought, there, was, I thought there was something there that could have been polished. I Maybe couldn't I'm, tell. I couldn't tell what they wanted us to hear. Well, the song, I mean, the song's iconic, and... You know she's she's a good songwriter. Yeah. I'll give her that. <laughs> but or, I thought. It, well, I think I think it was a demo, so she was covering that song that already yeah. existed. So I think she. I don't know. I saw something. In, I, maybe I'm weird. Well, no, I was. Well, I mean, it's not to like not she know. was like really off key. Yeah, she or wasn't. Anything. Like, like there was nothing that made her. There's nothing that made her bad, but... and I feel like. I don't know. It just it was so simple that I kind of enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. I think it that song had a huge counterpoint to what he was going through with Devin. Yeah, that I thought he was definitely going to feel something more from the lyrics of the mm-hmm. song. Okay, mm-hmm. and the way she sang it, than like her by the numbers approach to singing. Okay, mm. yeah. yeah. I, maybe I felt that, and then that's what everyone. That's what we're missing, or or I'm wrong. No, I think, I think it I mean, definitely made yeah. him feel so relatable to what's going on. Maybe I'm going Devin. through some stuff. What did it say to you? Radio yeah. DJ Steve. Man. Um, it's been one of those w- Where's Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Kevin and or Bean. I can't tell them apart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, so he's going to have to add her to the roster, and we'll see where that goes. Probably nowhere she'll get shelved or something, but... I would like that. That would be a fun subplot. Like a um, nepotism requirement. And yeah. And she's terrible. Like, or that I, he has a place... Or that he already has a place that he puts these artists. Yeah. That he just required signs. That would be a fun... I think nepotism is an important thing to examine in, like, an entertainment industry mm-hmm. show. So I would really like to see... I hope she's bad, but, like, needs to stay. Yeah. So I think or, that would be fun to yeah. see Richie deal yeah. with that shit. Or and, and Jamie has to work with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would yeah. be interesting. Oh, that, like, crazy. this is your first artist. Or Yankovic. Like, there's so many different approaches. Yeah. To take, yeah. We'll see. Clark can take her with the... Or Clark. Clark. With yeah. the Clark Denim Brothers. <laughs> oh, the Denim gosh. Brothers. Yeah. All right, y'all. I think we have we hit on everything. Anything else we're missing? We got it all. I feel like we did get it all. I think we got everything covered. Um, I think so. I know. I mean, Richie's coke habit. Obviously, we talked about that. Is getting more and more out of control. Like what he's meeting with Lester, and his nose is literally bleeding while he's in there. Yeah, and did you see that? I mean, the scene where he's trying to put it in his drink, and he's was he trying to drop something in his drink. In his own drink? Yeah, in his own drink. He had like his cocktail at home and he opens up the little baggie or the packet and there was nothing in there and tries to sprinkle it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, he's like, he's drinking it now too. In in the comments, let those of you who use that drug, let us know if that's a thing. (laughs) Can you just sprinkle it in? I think you can. Can you do a vodka cranberry and then sprinkle it? Is that a. I don't know. I'm trying I to think know. of a cool Jeff, name. Jeff, you're looking through your notes. I'm Anything trying to see we missed? I think we're good. One thought I had, I did miss Yankovic this episode, mm. which yeah. is Ray Romano's character. I'm glad his nose is healing. Yeah, I think it feels thing. like right now the balance is a little too Lester skewed for me. Like, I wish we could see more of the satellite characters, but maybe we will. I mean, it's about, it's about, um, not Lester. Uh, yeah. I'm about oh, to say Richie. Richie. Oh, yeah. Richie. Okay. Um, in my head, I was saying Richie. So I feel like it's very much like a Richie's Journey show. I'd like to see the world get a little bigger, I okay. think, because I like the side characters a lot. So I wish the percentage were less 90-10, more 80-20. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. So we'll see. Oh, I, I, can, I can work with that. Well, we got a yeah. lot of Yankovic last week. That we think. did. Yes. You're right. And He's I think just so great. I like him. So. Yeah. Like I said, I think I think we'll all we're all in for something here. Yeah. I hope, Steve. We have yeah. a lot. <laughs> all right. Should we dive into some predictions? Let's do it. Yeah. Do we have some? Oh, here we go. Oh, it's... There we go. Ooh, oh, thanks for those fun likes. Yeah. All right. What are we thinking? I think, I mean, I think we're obviously going to see Devin put her foot down and kind yes. of make some, make a stand and make some moves for herself and see that character go in a different direction. Um, I think that Lester is going to, I think he's going to, they're going to figure out some sort of, not deal, but some sort of partnership in some way. Mm-hmm. I feel that coming soon. He's definitely going to work with Richie because part of what we saw in that vision of mm-hmm. his is that his ultimate want yeah. is to be... With you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but to, but to his ultimate want is to be the guy he was on ta- on track to be before right. that accident happened. And Richie is giving him a chance. Mm-hmm. Like you, In life, you never get exactly what you want, but like Richie's throwing him that path. Yeah. You're thinking it too. Yep. Yeah. What? Don't Can't always get. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I know. So yeah. many. I know. It's right there. The door. So that I think, I think he's definitely going to try to do business with, business with Richie. And I guess. Yeah. Because they're going to release an LP, and then he's going to be he's going to manage other bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or there's some type of surgery that money, because he probably if he's a super of a business building, he probably doesn't true, have money. True. So maybe there's some type of surgery that could help him. Right. Hmm. Something that he I can think, get that. Yeah. The new I think the new label that Richie's starting, it's going to be Lester like running it, Jamie and Clark, and they're mm-hmm. just going to 
they're gonna blow up and just hmm. yeah I think they're gonna do really well and um, Devin yeah she needs she's she she's gonna find out about the murder I think yeah and to give her a little power over him right in a real way exactly mm-hmm. and I don't know if she's I don't really know if she's gonna hold it over him or kind of use it to her you know so I feel like I seeing her like using it to her advantage mm-hmm. it's like look you know we had a contract no one does drugs in this relationship yeah you're breaking it you know maybe I, she'll leave him uh, I think she'd have to because I don't see him taking that well like I don't see him taking that like a puppy dog I think I see I see him saying like I don't care I provide you're doing what you're doing, and then I mm-hmm. see her like literally just like leaving him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Taking yeah. the kids and going. Mm-hmm. I don't see her doing it forever, or yes. for a long period of time. I do. I see her doing it as like a like a warning shot. She's feisty, yeah, calling though. her she's bluff, gonna, sort of thing. Like, well, no, it's a semi bluff. She's gonna yeah. leave for like two nights, right? And right, he's right. gonna realize how incredibly lonely he is, and he's gonna yeah, he's and, gonna try to get back on the wagon, and, and that he does need her. And he gets, like, you're right, because he gets in the ending scene, he gets so lonely when she's not there. It's like so strange for him that mm-hmm. like to come home and her not being there. That you take things for granted, and when you do, here's a question I have: um, Devin <laughs> is sober on all substances, correct? Yeah, she's sober. Yes. So when she drank that wine at the beginning of the episode, that was her equally defined the contract, right? Right, right. Mm. Now, is she sober from? Do we think from this, a similar, like, getting out of control standpoint? Yes, I think okay. they were getting out of control together. Both of them? That yeah, was yeah. a really interesting play on her part, because it was yeah. like, I can play this game, too. Oh, yeah. And you know oh, the kind I want to see her go off the wagon. I want to see Both her flashback children. Yeah. Her, you know? <laughs> Both of them going crazy. I'd like that. I'll get more drunk than you. I know. I think that would be... A, it's, a, it's a dynamic that hasn't been explored yet, and that's a, that can be a leverage point for her. Because if she's just as broken as he is on substances... He can realize the stakes in a like a self-reflective and external way, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Well, those are, those are the relationships that are kind of like they start off with that whole like mm-hmm. you know dependency of each other, and then right. the drugs and yeah, it's she's definitely just as bad as him. She's controlling it more, mm-hmm. right? Because mm. the, the kids, most the likely. kids, I mean, the mom, the kids, like the health and that too. Yeah. Um, one thing I liked about this episode. I, okay, like the idea of about this episode was the fact that that Alice Cooper subplot was contained. Mm. I maybe just because I'm not a huge Alice Cooper fan, I didn't. It didn't really resonate with me. But I hope we see self-contained plots in episodes. Yes. As and I think we will. Now that we're in the middle of the season, just so we don't have, so we're not waiting. It looks like we're getting one next week too mm-hmm. with Richie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he has a brand new client. I think it was, mm. was that Grand Funk. I didn't hear. I didn't hear the names I, for the preview. I, yeah, I didn't hear the name of them. Um, but like, I would, I would like to see um, subplots with sub characters. So, like, maybe we see more of Yankovic's home life in an episode, or yeah. like, just because that stuff could be funny too. I'd I like think. to see more Jamie's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, like well, everyday life we and backstory. Are gonna start seeing that now. Yeah. With, um, there. with the mom. I know we're running out of time, but what's the deal with um, Jamie? I think she ran away from her mom. Like, yeah. I think I wouldn't be surprised if it was just typical immigrant story that. I came here. I came here, started a business, made everything great for yeah. you, and now I've laid out your life for you. And you don't want to do it. And like you want to go just, do music. Yeah. I just feel right. like the decision to call the cops and call her a blonde <laughs> prostitute. It I, seems like it's gonna. I, it's like kind I feel of like awesome. I feel yeah. like she had to have rebelled at some point. Something like, really oh, yeah. hard. But but didn't we in the in the pilot episode? Didn't her aunt say your mom's been called? Yeah, yeah. Because so like she might have ran away from. She's home. staying yeah. with her aunt. I yeah. Guess. So, but it, so it didn't seem like there was that big of a rift right. then. You know, Maybe if like oh your mom's mom. calling, you need to call her back. You know, sort of thing. I, I wonder. Know. She Maybe, says okay. you can't stay here that much longer. Yeah. So. I just had a thought. 
what if Jamie got into some really bad stuff and she, that woman's kind of like a pimp? And like Jamie actually was like a prostitute. Oh, no. And then she oh. that might that's, be a lot. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's you would, the way it went. You would win if that were the yeah. you would win predictions. <laughs> I just, it seemed like there might have been a business vendetta between them. No, it's it's I like a personal, personal, I think. Okay. I think that's I, mom. We'll see, guys. Sure. Maybe I don't know. Perhaps. Hey, it's okay. We we don't know, but I think yeah. that's the way it's going. We'll see. Alrighty, everybody out there. Thanks so much for tuning in, all y'all out there. Be sure to check back with us every week, 4 p.m. Pacific. You guys can find all of us online as well. And be sure to tweet to us, comment. We're, we've got the live chat up, so when we're doing doing our thing, uh, tune in with us and talk to us live. My name's Lauren Salon. You can find me everywhere online at Lauren Salon. My name's Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter, at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm also on Instagram, Steve underscore Kaufman, but I only Instagram on Thursdays. I'll probably be in this very room in about an hour to cover Gotham, because Gotham is back tonight. Those of you who cross over. <laughs> and I'm Layla Sadney. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter, at Layla Sadney. Jeff Graham is my name. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Jeffrey C. Graham. I've probably had less awkward intros before, but... And know. then you can find me on Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. Awesome. So many Grahams. Graham, Graham, Graham. So Every many time. Grahams. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.